0: podcast. I am BJ Idell back here with my guy, Drew Mahold. And today we are going to talk about a few things here. Obviously we've kind of hit that weird lull uh, in the off season where it's kind of too late to be talking about the draft still too early to be talking about camp and uh, you know, kind of the progress that this team has made uh, towards next season. So uh, we're manufacturing content now. We're in that—that's where we are here as of May twenty-fourth. And we're gonna first and foremost, uh, the you know, Aaron Rodgers decided to do us a solid and kind of hand us a really easy and uh, polarizing piece of information, in that he doesn't want to play for Green Bay anymore. And so we're going to uh, we're gonna do our best to to dramatize that and have some fun with that a little bit because, I mean, as Vikings fans here, like first is like to be like you know objective about it, like. Aaron Rodgers' impact in the NFC North is is significant. Uh, his If he moves at all, it impacts not just to the Packers, but the other three teams as well. So there is that. And, yes, there will be some gloating and probably some jokes and all that as well. Uh, so that's what we'll spend – part of the show here with, Um, and the other thing is, is I want to see kind of where the, everyone else sees the Minnesota Vikings, right? Um, And the best, unfortunately, the best way to identify that is to pull from a couple sources and see where they have the Vikings ranked in the power rankings. So uh, Drew and I will digest that information, break it down, uh, have a little fun with that. It should be an interesting discussion, Uh, but that's our plan for today here. So let's jump right into it here with Aaron Rodgers specifically, since this has been going on for a little bit here, um, and Drew and I just have not, taken a t- the moment to you'll know, actually talk about it uh obviously this is an ongoing story and kind of something where you don't mm-hmm. you can't really even trust the developments right like some like yeah uh, it seems aaron Rodgers does not want to be in green bay although he has not actively said this out loud i don't believe his agent has actually even said that out loud it's all either. reports actually
1: the reports i mean that this whole thing let's let's actually remember this it start it started from paul allen um, right. when he brought it up it on did. kfan and you know, every single listener was like, "I mean, you don't know anything. You're not an insider." Yeah, blah, the, blah, the Milwaukee and,
0: Journal Sentinel guy immediately was like, "Nope, you don't know mm-hmm, anything. Yeah. This is wrong, right?"
1: Right, and then it was one of those where Schefter and, and Rapport were like, "Oh, I, they have the sources right to check in on something like this," and right. that's kind of what happens, right, when the when a someone that's maybe not trusted as a quote unquote insider or right. someone that maybe is has a smaller following reports something big.
0: Then the big, the big guys guy go
1: in and check in on it and verify it themselves. And they found it to be true. And so then then it blew up and PA is sitting there like, I mean, you know, I'm always right, you know? <laughs> uh, so, but it, it's 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 just so fun because then you get to see um, Packers fans starting to maybe get a little bit of a hint of not having, you know, elite quarterback play finally and just kind of trying just to come to grasp. Of that with is it. so nice, by yeah, the way. Yeah, just yeah. that
0: just small whiff of it. like My entire player. life.
1: All, both of our entire lives, Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been – the Packers have had – I'm almost 30 years old, the by the
0: way. So just to <laughs>
1: – Yeah, right. Things. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, so it's just – it's so fun to see that. But also and we should discuss like really – I mean I kind of want to get into like how much of an impact this makes on the NFC North. And then right. the ultimate fun question I had for you is, you know, if, if you know for sure – like obviously the situation now is Rodgers might be gone anyway, but what would you give up – to get Rodgers out of the division. Like, if, so, like, if, it, so if there's a trade in the works, let's say I think there's this idea that Spielman's like, yeah, hey, I might chip in to get rid of Rodgers, right? There's a, there's a trade yeah, yeah, going on that, with yeah. Denver and Green Bay, you know, help facilitate was, it by chipping right, in a third. Like, if, or a fourth if Spielman or could get a blank, a, a pick, whatever, to get Rodgers out, what would that be?
0: So, okay. So this is fun because this adds, first of all, like if that's something you can do, I'm not really sure. I believe there's probably there's some probably
1: kind of a rule about that. But... The NFL
0: would probably reject it, but just for the sake of, the fun of it, right? I'm gonna answer the question anyways because it, it 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 begs the question of value in a way that we haven't been able to kind yeah. of like monetize yeah. that value, right? Like we can't objectively point to a figure that says this is how much you should do in order to facilitate that trade. The best thing you can do here is evaluate the worth of Aaron Rodgers relative to the to the rest of the NFC North and how much he negatively impacts your chances of proceeding into the playoffs. I think it's an absolute lock that he is the biggest stone in everyone one's path in the NFC North toward not mm-hmm. just winning the division, but also having, you know, a potential, you know, uh, buy in the first round of the NFL postseason, season, uh, which are the, you know, really what the goal is mean, the, the reigning season, MVP.
1: Right? He's the reigning MVP. Right. I mean, the... it's, it's, it doesn't get much more. I mean, he's clear. He's the most valuable player and the green Bay Packers have been the, you know, most formidable opponent NFC North far and away, like the toughest team to beat year in year out because of that guy.
0: But it's not just that he's the MVP, though. It's like you take him off of that team also, and that team falls apart. Right. Like, completely. They go from a 12-13-ish win team, uh, five, maybe a wins. little generously. They probably dropped down to four or five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. Yeah. Maybe yeah. three. Maybe three.
1: Because roster is not terrible, but, I mean, it, it, not, you, you imagine it without the best nah, – now not the best quarterback, a top three quarterback in the league. And then you – You sub in who is it Boyle who is number two right now, or maybe it would be Jordan Love if they actually want to start him.
0: It'd have to be, yeah.
1: And Jordan Love, by all accounts, has a lot to work on, have developed, you know, in his game. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it changes everything. And and as Vikings fans, we know how much a not established quarterback can can hurt or hinder a team.
0: So, the last thing we discussed here on the show was the schedule, right? Um, and Drew and I we ended up going one and one against Green Bay. That a lot of that's
1: a lot of that's uncertainty. I mean, if it's Rogers there, right. I might just if go he's over gone, two against them. But it's, vice versa, it's, it's, two and zero, I'm I'm taking the Vikings both games. Okay, again.
0: exactly. So that was the point that I was going to make. Then is that if we if we can add two victories over a division opponent, how valuable is that? Because right. I think I really do believe, like, when it comes to the Vikings, a and it would just slightly be above either. average team.
1: It wouldn't right. just be this year. I mean, Rogers has said he wants to play, you know, three, four, five years after this. So like. Right this could be getting riders out of the division now could be <laughs> um, it could be like 5 to 7 wins over the next few years that you're adding onto your your total and your it team. makes
0: it a cakewalk if 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 justin fields busts it's a cakewalk yeah. to win the no, NFC North. That's for... another.
1: That's another issue that. That's with the something, draft, right? Like it's, it's something. Let's like... try to get rid of
0: Aaron Rodgers for now. We'll focus right, on Right, right. Well, it was like
1: you know, draft nights like, well, Rodgers, if he's gone, and this is all true, Vikings already won the draft, or at least right. they've already got an A grade for me. And then Bears got Fields. Now it's like, they well, okay, their maybe chances not,
0: but... the most of winning the division by Aaron Rodgers oh, yeah. simply leaving. That's the most
1: defense. important move that was made. I mean, for the Vikings, if right, if it happens, obviously nothing's happened yet, but
0: right. Um, so. To say, to say that, I guess we can't. We still haven't been able to put like an actual value on this. But like to say that getting him out of the division is worth a lot would be to put it you know kindly. Like it, it's an extremely significant move if Aaron Rodgers is gone from the NFC North. All of a sudden, you vault yourself from probably being a nine, eight or nine win team that finishes probably second, is fighting for a wild card spot into the position of. You know, being a 10, 11, 12 win team that wins the NFC Probably North, the, the division favorite. Game.
1: Right, yeah, you're probably the division favorite at that point, especially right. with Fields being still a rookie.
0: And then the point that you made about the future, it makes it, you know, basically just it's a multiplier, right? I don't know how good the Vikings – I think the Vikings will probably end up being better than year in the next two or three years than they are this year, hopefully, assuming they are rebuilding or a little bit here and there, right? Uh, so generously, I think it's probably worth a third-round pick.
1: I was gonna say second round pick. I mean, second round,
0: you go as high as second.
1: Yeah, I was because I mean we're talking about potentially right now. We might we might be exaggerating a bit, and then I mean the Vikings did beat Rodgers last well, year. Well, think about it what a second round pick typically mind. is. Like think, think about, about the roster pick, value right, of a second right, round. Right, right. I mean, you're getting. I think the for the fair expectation for a second rounder is probably Brian O'Neill, quality starter like in the NFL at some point. Like maybe not. I think O'Neill's even. You know, that's on the high end of the expectation so? for okay. a second round pick. I'm fine with that too. Um, you know, a, a lot of guys flame out in the second round, but a lot of guys, you know, put together long careers and are respectable starters. So I think, I, I think, like, you know, a five-six year starter in the NFL is probably the fair expectation for a second-round pick. And sure. is uh, would you trade that to get Rodgers out of the division right now?
0: Absolutely. I mean, Especially because Rodgers is a known thing. There's no variables, right? Like we know he's a problem. We don't necessarily know that second-round pick. Is gonna help the Vikings. right, right, I mean, right. Can, that's the other can, thing too. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. we can
0: use math and be like, "Oh, yeah, that's a forty-nine percent chance of adding a player of you know optimal value to your team in a position of need." That's a really years. good voice.
1: Like, that's a really good voice <laughs> for like a, a computer stats nerd. Yeah, yeah. Right there. <laughs>
0: um, but anyways, it's a lot. It's a lot, and I guess there's been no thi- like to catch everyone up to speed. Like since this dropped on draft night it's only been built up more like we've added trade partners, you know, for example, George Payton in Denver is apparently calling every day, uh, which we love from, we love that from him. Yeah. Um, you've also got more, like, you know, San Francisco has been thrown on the table. Yeah. Well, I've the thing Oakland. that's interesting
1: is Denver didn't get a quarterback in the first round of the draft, which is, it which, seems is like they, which was telling me like, okay, they, I mean, they got to be going after some, they're trying. some sort of plan. Right. I mean, so it's, there's trade partners out there. Um, and, the, the the interesting thing too is you know, it, it's funny watching like I follow a group of Packers you know analysts fans whatever mm-hmm. on Twitter and it's watch and like watching them trying to rationalize things and then they it just kind of seems like the more this goes on and the longer Pack the Rodgers is on the roster they're very much convincing themselves like okay this was all just you know smoke and mirrors there was nothing to it right um, but it but seems like said anything right nothing nobody nothing has nothing been said has at happened all from either side. Um so that's why it's such a it's such a wild card right okay. now and, and so that's so, why I I thought of the question like what would you give up to kind of get this behind us get Rodgers out of there and have it be done. So that's why we're talking about the picks, right 3rd round right. pick, 2nd round pick, whatever.
0: Right. Okay, so we've established probably in that range. Uh the final question here to round this out uh does it happen? Like are we uh, is this a pipe dream? Because here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. Like Generally speaking, I would say, oh yeah, it's probably a blow over. They'll pay him more money. But Aaron Rodgers is a dick, right? Like he's stubborn, and oh, yeah. he has apparently said he's out.
1: He told his teammates he's out. He's—I I saw a report this afternoon that he's been trying to talk to other star players who want out to get to to find one team to go to and, uh, you know, be, become sort of a you know, super team like you hear about in the NBA all the time. Right. Like he's been working with or talking to other players that want out of their teams. Um, I don't know if you saw the whole Julio Jones stuff today, but yeah. like the, <laughs> that was awesome. I don't know. So I don't, I don't know. know. Shannon sharp.
0: I think he broke some rules there. I think he if, did.
1: I don't know what yeah. happened, but now the next thing I want is for Pat McAfee to do that to Rogers, because those two are buds. Right. on you know, McAfee show get on a call. And I mean, I don't think McAfee would do something like that, but it's just, that's like, I want to know because I, I, I we've been t- saying for a couple years now, this whole, I feel like we've almost been fabricating it and we've kind of been poking fun more so than anything at, at Packer nation where right. uh, all Rogers isn't happy because you're not investing resources and all this right. stuff. And it was more of a joke for the most part. And then suddenly we hear all these right. reports from people that know things Rappaport Schefter, they're saying all this stuff and it's not like Rogers is refuting it either. You know, that's his, the, that's, that's his the team, point. his agent, his, you know, representatives are not refuting anything either. The silence,
0: so, the silence is a, This is the silence is
1: you'd think, you know, if if he's a guy that if he did, he either doesn't care about his reputation or care what people are thinking at the moment or um, he's not, you know, he's he doesn't want to lie and he's the truth is there. And he's just like, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. So
0: I think it's one of those things where it's like clarifying it actually makes like it weakens your position because there's so much information out there that he it's giving him leverage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the fact that the jeopardy, well, the leverage loses. is that he's the
1: MVP, and the leverage is that you have to run MVP, with Jordan Love.
0: Hey, he's got jeopardy too. Like he can retire.
1: He can. That would be hilarious, by the way. it would be, be awesome. Hilarious.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. But like these things are actual results that could happen. Right? So like, like this is like best this is case for
1: real. scenario. I think for the well, best case scenario, I mean, I as much as I love watching Aaron Rodgers play, I think best case scenario is that he's this is true that he would just retire to go to jeopardy, and he's out of the league. No, have to rebound him to again deal with ever. Yeah, they don't have to worry about him again. And then Packers fans have to come to the realization that their quarterback, literally the best, the reigning MVP, off, coming off an MVP season, just quit because he didn't want to play for your organization. Yeah. That, that would, would be fun. That would be fun, be fun would to be. watch and watch Green Bay, you know, burn to the ground. <laughs> and because uh, it, it, they, they're very much due for that, as we they, know.
0: They deserve a bad quarterback era. They they need like for like, for years. like
1: fifty years.
0: They, I mean they deserve fifty, but like they need at least five. Like we need to like yeah. we need to bring their like their level of like their ego down from like here yeah. to like because they. I
1: mean th- to be fair, they had to deal with like Hundley and
0: oh um, poor babies.
1: You know, twenty seventeen with Rodgers out. Like that's they get a little bit of it, but I mean that you still have the real like you're still realizing that you get them next back next year, but then. Until when you no have answer. to convince
0: yourself that Tavares Jackson is a franchise quarterback for multiple years in Christian a row, Ponder. you you don't get to talk.
1: Matt Castle, Josh Freeman. Yeah. Remember the Josh Freeman game?
0: Yeah. Oh my God, the Josh Donovan I was excited McNabb. about Josh Freeman. I was excited about I was excited about all these guys at one Gus point. Gus Frat. Not him. I wasn't excited. about him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about where the Vikings stand now, um, as it pertains to the rest of the entire, the entire league, right? Uh, obviously, we're talking here about you know, where the Vikings stand in the NFC North. And how Aaron Rodgers could change that by moving to a different team. But relative to the entire NFL right now, uh, the Vikings are an interesting team, right? A uh, couple of different reasons here for that is, you know, you've got a stable quarterback. We've also got some rookies coming in and you've got players coming off of COVID leave. Uh, Michael Pierce specifically, you've got a couple of free agents to see how much talent is left in them. And Patrick Peterson, I mean, there's a lot of talent on this roster. Um, it makes you a polarizing team. It makes you kind of a, you know, like Drew was saying last week, a volatile team that you could go, you could be a 10-12 win team, or maybe you could be a 5-7 win team. Uh, as it stands today, we have a lot of questions that we're going to need answered in the next coming in the coming months here before most people can get over that 10-win double-digit win season hump. As it stands today, I've collected three sources here that I consider to be, you know. Uh, guys that know their stuff or, you know, networks that know their stuff. Uh, ESPN, uh, Peter King at NBC, and then Bleacher Report, uh, which is like their, you know, I think they have a bunch of different writers that put their, you know, ratings together here. Um, and we're going to look at where the Vikings stand in the power rankings, rel- what they think, what the people, and then we're going to try to correct it. That's what we're going to do here today. So uh, the Vikings, there's kind of an interesting range here, and that's, what ma- that's why I wanted to have this discussion, because ESPN was the first one I looked at. They have the. I
1: remember this. They're they're a little higher than I think most most think.
0: They're sitting at thirteen, right? And this was done on May eighteenth, so this is relatively recent. I looked at that and I was like, eh, you know what, might be a little bit high, but okay, fine. Then I went to NBC. Peter King specifically did these rankings. He set the Vikings at number twenty-three. Excuse me, number twenty-four. And I was like, "Ah, I don't know. Like that seems a little. That seems a little. Little bit low. Like that's. I think we're better than that. And then I went to Bleacher Report, which I know that they have a bunch of writers put their scores together and they give they, they take the mean of that number and that's the number that they use. They have the Vikings at 23. And so two sources are leaning heavy on the opposite end, drafting top 10 mm-hmm. next year, whereas ESPN, the worldwide leader, whatever, they have the Vikings top 15. In my brain, they're somewhere in between. What, what yeah. are your, kind of your, your we'll see. initial thoughts hearing that?
1: I agree with you that I think they're in between, but at the same time, I I see a lot of boomer bust nature with this team, which is why I think you can justify both of those positions. And frankly, I think there is an argument to be made for something higher than 13. um, But also I think there's the argument to be made for something 23 to 26, you know? And so I think, and I talked about this last show, show before that show before that, there's no depth on this roster to me. And so I think, you know, starting depth chart, like, or excuse me, starting positions, starting players, there's star power everywhere. Um, You know, you got a top 10 quarterback. You have a really good running game last year, super efficient. And then two stud receivers. Um, You have offensive line that has a lot of potential. You have some serious young players to build on. O'Neal's still really good. Um, Now you have a left tackle that you can kind of build around. Defensively, you have three to four star players, and they're all at every level of the defense. I mean, that, that to me right there screams playoff team, screams right. potential contender. Uh, but after I, that, I mean, behind those guys is where it gets interesting. And the injury thing last year, I think it was huge. And so that's where I see the problem, and that's why I think there's big boomer bust potential with this team. And so I can – that's why I'm kind of safely predicting eight wins, but I really don't think it's going to be eight. I think it's going to be 10 to 11 or like six to seven or five, you know, Uh, it's going to rely heavily on how healthy this team can
0: be. So that's the biggest thing is that when you're predicting right now, as opposed to like on the fly week by week, like we, you don't have all the information right now. Like so much can happen between week one and week two.
1: Yeah. I mean, I see this on the surface, including depth, including the starting players. I see like just below average team, right. You know, okay. High teens in the
0: rankings. The Vikings are essentially a swing team. If something goes, something goes really Right. You're looking at double digit potential, probably a playoff team, maybe a home field playoff team. If you get a bad injury, which there's about seven of them, really. But because yeah. of that depth that you're talking about, if you lose Kirk Cousins, which yeah. knock on wood, it's, never, it's, it never happened. To before. clarify,
1: every single team needs injury luck, right? It's not like, it's, of course. I think it's way more impactful for the Vikings and their current roster makeup than it is for other teams.
0: If you lose Eric Kendricks this year, it's a real, real problem. If you mm-hmm. lose Harrison Smith it's not this last year, year, it's a real problem. So certain things here, it's not just the quarterback for the Vikings. You're right. So, you know, if the Vikings have a full bill of health, they could very easily, you're right, they could be a 10, 12, 13 win team and you might be even talking about them beating yeah. some other teams down the line that did not quite have that same level of injury luck, right? right? So all facts considered here now, 13- to 24 is the range that we're dealing with here today. Uh, I want to go through a couple of teams. I want to go through about 10 teams here okay. that are ranked at the low end of Bleacher Reports spectrum. And we're going to play the game of, can you confidently say the Vikings are better than this team on paper? So confident, not confident. And that's kind of how we're going to try to, you know, work our way down from 30 yeah. where the Vikings stand. So number 32, on, and this is an easy one, I think, on, Ble- on Bleacher Report is the Houston Texans. I think we can yeah, confidently yeah. say the Vikings are better than them. Yeah. Houston, well, we Detroit, can- we can. Yep. <laughs> Detroit was the next one. The New York Jets. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Stop me when you hear a name that you're not as confident. In. Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Cincinnati. We had some discussion last week. So
1: Um, mm, I-, I still, I think just because Burrow's still kind of a rookie, I mean, in the sense that yeah. he hasn't played a whole I season. I think we can say
0: it okay yeah. Carolina another one the Las Vegas I don't know about that, one. that's, that one's a little bit
1: see I think that's where it starts to get interesting
0: but, that would be they have Vegas ranked at number 25. the next one okay. on the list is Atlanta I'm pretty confident there I think and the they're Vikings than themselves the New York Giants I think the Vikings are better than the Giants the Denver Broncos. That's where it starts to get interesting. So we're 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 saying it starts to get interesting in that twenty to twenty three range. But then I think, then I, think I, bet,
1: I bet the next ten to fifteen teams is probably be the same sort of reaction where it's like eh, Chicago, I mean,
0: New Orleans, New England. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, of course, no yep. Drew Brees there, Drew right. Cam Newton again. Dallas, Dak returning from injury. Los yep. Angeles Chargers. I mean, there's a case to be made for right. the Vikings so it's, being it's, it's anywhere. It's really in
1: fishy, there. right in that range. But I think those first probably what six to eight teams that you mentioned. I think the Vikings are better than that, so I think, I I think it's I think this range is very accurate, honestly. Now that I think more about this, I mean, there's probably six to eight teams where I think the Vikings are substantially better, even if they do get a slew of injuries like they did last year. They're mm-hmm. still going to beat those win. teams, mm-hmm. and I feel very confident about that. Then you get into that middle range, you know the uh, you know the Dallas. Uh, I'd put Washington in there. Um, mm-hmm. You talk about the Chargers, Raiders, Colts, Colts in there uh cardinals yes i mean there that's where the range i think it's going to be you know those the spreads on those games per se should be very little if any um in those in those games so um but i i think if you're putting them at 13 that means i just think it it means one thing and that's the team is relatively healthy and their star players are playing and you're not giving uh inexperienced or incapable players a bunch of snaps
0: so then the question becomes now we've established sort of a you know, we've established that essentially neither of us are going to go below 20 for the Vikings right now. Is essentially what we're saying. More or less, yeah. More or less. Uh, let's see how high we can get here. So using ESPN's rankings now. So a little bit different that where they have the Vikings at 13. Is there an argument to leapfrog starting with the Colts? I think maybe, but probably not. Maybe, but probably nah. not. Arizona? Nah, no. No. Um, Tennessee? I kind
1: of – the Arizona offense I think is just too much. San Francisco the the no,
0: Seattle, no, Cleveland, no. So I think that about the highest that you can go right now, knowing what we do, expectations that we have, bars set is probably 12. So 12 to 24. Yeah. That's where the Vikings are gonna find themselves this year. And in theory, injury luck pushes you one way or the other. So if you are you know a, the 12th if you are the twenty fourth best team in the NFL, which I don't think the Vikings are, And you lose Kirk Cousins all of a sudden. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, cause I think last year was pretty darn close to as bad as they could have had injury wise. I think so. I mean, I I mean, that's, you know, obviously things can surprise you without losing your quarterback, you know, and they were probably in that 20th range. I mean, they picked 14th in the draft or that was Mm -hmm. their pick. So, and we're competing right in that range. Yeah. They're right in that range. So, um, I think if you get a little bit more health, your Neil Hunter plays, Anthony Barr plays the whole year, Eric Hendricks plays the whole year. I think you're, uh, I think that changes things and cumulatively, I think you get a win or two out of that. Um, And so I think that's significant and that can swing your record quite a bit. You go from, for example, what was last year there? Seven and nine. All of a sudden you're nine and seven. You're in the playoffs and you're competing against the saints for a, for a win, which is that they happen to win that exact game the year before. So that type of thing, um, you know, suddenly I think that moves them up a few spots. Again, I mean, I know it's, that's the case with every team. You know, I have an injury to one particular player. If it's the wrong player that we can really damage a team. But I think the Vikings in particular have more players that can be, that can severely damage the team if they are hurt, if that makes sense. Um yeah. Cause I think there's no pass rush depth. Neil Hunter is a stud there. Linebacker depth is, is not great and not trustworthy after those first two studs. Um, same in the secondary. And then of course that quarterback, we have, you know, question marks there. Um, so, and then at receiver as well, I mean, you have two stud playmakers. Who's your third guy? You know, is, is the rookie going to step up and, and be a solid third option and potentially a number two, if there's an injury, I mean, there's so many questions there that, um, I think the Vikings and in their injury luck swings things quite a bit more than any other team.
0: Okay. So we're going to round this thing out here with a ridiculous question that doesn't have a right answer. Uh but it's a I
1: like those questions,
0: right? I do too. Um, As far as one player that can swing it one way or the other, right? So let's play with the number a little bit. Let's say the Vikings are the 16th best team in the NFL. That puts you somewhere in between where we think they're going to be. Which one player can elevate the Vikings the furthest by having a tremendous season, by proving people wrong, by staying completely healthy? Which one player has the most invested in the Vikings success Outside of Kirk Cousins. You can't. Yeah, I was gonna say okay, just as a clock. Quarterback is the quarterback, but which one player's improvement or whatever, or just to bring offer of stability, maybe, uh, gives the Vikings the most chance. So
1: I I like this because there's a couple possibilities. Um, it's basically whoever is the opposite pass rusher of Daniel Hunter. Uh the guy, I mean, if there's a viable second pass rusher that can, you know, whether that's Wanum, whether that's Weatherly, I don't care who it is um somebody step up and be a threat that is not an automatic double team hunter. That's that's what I would say.
0: Okay. So that's interesting. I think that so there's there's a couple of ways that I want uh, that you could go here. Uh, I think a really easy one is just picking Christian Derisol and just being like, okay, if this guy's a pro yeah. bowler and all mm-hmm. pro, all of a sudden the Vikings are be able to pass, you know, open it up a lot more downfield with Justin Jefferson. So you could go that route. I'm going to go a little different because I think that if Patrick Peterson is comeback player of the year, a guy that can literally shut down a wide receiver, take him off the field, be the guy that he was in Arizona for so many years, right? A traveling corner that literally went everywhere, interior, exterior, slot, you know, press off, whatever. If he can be that guy if you can get that for a full 16 games, hell, if you can get that for 14 games. I think the Vikings become Yeah, a, that's
1: a good one. I don't I disagree with that.
0: Think think about taking out taking you know, Devontae Adams for two games, and let's pretend Aaron Rodgers is there because I think he's going to be right. Take Devontae Adams from a 116 and two guy with 14 catches down to like a 440 and maybe a touchdown line. It's a game changer. All yeah. of a sudden, you could really win the division, especially against
1: and- Green Bay. Then you're forcing Equinemia St. Brown to exactly. be the second <laughs> option or whatever, right. you know, or, or Alan Lazard or whoever else is there. So, Right. That's a good one un- I mean I think those a are good that's basically we're hitting on positions right because you know well, cornerback and pass rush I mean that's so if one of those two things is terrible uh, like the Vikings were at pass rush last year and, and in some cases at cornerback, then you get a defense that's bad so
0: right All right well, I believe. That rounds out our thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts for the, about the Vikings as it pertains to the where they stand amongst their competitors in the league um, right now?
1: I, I, I don't. Um, I, I think we have a lot more to learn. And, again, I, th- I do think injury Luck's going to really be a big part of things because I think 2017, I mean, obviously Bradford and Dalvin Cook went down, but defensively they were very lucky all year long, and that's why they were so good. A, a big part of it was because of how lucky they were with injuries.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, let us know in the daily Norseman comment section or in the YouTube comment section where you think the Vikings stand right now, because I do think it's so interesting that you have that 12 ish range. Uh, Generally speaking, you kind of know where your team stands. Uh, You may have an idea that they might be a little bit better, but for the most part, you know, and to have that much of a range there from being, you know, a borderline playoff team to a borderline top five pick team, just where the roster stands today, you know, it's interesting. So. Give us a shout. Let us know what you thought. think in the comment section below. Um, one last note. Uh, Drew just got engaged this past weekend. so I did. Congratulate him uh, on Twitter and uh, offer him your support and advice uh, as he uh, becomes a, a true adult. Any, any, yeah. any kind of thoughts here? Floor is yours.
1: The floor is well. I, I, it's an exciting time. Uh, I love my fiance now very much. That's weird to say. Uh, that i have a fiance now but uh, yeah i guess any advice you have otherwise i'm more excited than anything about this whole thing so
0: well all right so i had to put him on the spot there but that's the end of the show <laughs> uh thank you as always for listening um you can find us on itunes stitcher google play spotify wherever else you listen to your podcast uh make sure to check out what the uh, the rest of the guys at the climb the Pot- pocket Network there you go doing well are doing uh with both video and audio uh then also the daily norseman as well that's where you'll find our show that's where you'll find you know the best content you know you can find on the internet about the vikings so check that out um leave us a review i don't think we've asked for reviews in like 50 episodes so if you could leave us a review on itunes that helps us a little bit so appreciate that as always um next week we will be doing a little bit more of this kind of manufactured content for the off season Um, unless something drops. So uh, thank you as always for listening, folks, and we will see you guys next week.